Hello and welcome to Not A Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, Andrew himself, and this is the Arc Zero Summary episode. We at Not A Scratch understand that there are a lot of episodes to listen to in order to catch up to the show. As a result, we wanted to create summary episodes, which, unsurprisingly, summarize arcs and make it easier for listeners to catch up to the current action. Some quick notes before we go into the summary. The summaries are broad overviews of each arc, and we highly recommend checking out each individual episode to get more details, references, and a better understanding of the overall story. If you're looking for major plot points, you've got them here, but note that this isn't going to talk about every single interactions our players have. The goal is to make sure you've got a good understanding of the events of the arc, and can jump into the first episode of the next arc without any major concerns. When the music changes, that signifies the next episode. For more information on the show and on us, check out the end of this summary episode. Without further ado, let's dive on in. This is the summary episode for Arc Zero. All of the episodes were released on June 4th, 2020. The Not A Scratch Squad recorded these episodes as a trial run to see how the system would work, how the podcast format would look, and basically to figure out if we could learn the whole process. It's been successful so far. Arc Zero consists of five episodes, and builds the initial world that our heroes start off in. There's also a promo episode, which was released a few days earlier, but it's basically an ad for the podcast. You can check it out if you like, it's only 49 seconds, but it talks about the type of adventure that this entire journey is. By the way, I should probably talk about what this whole thing is. This is a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon TTRPG actual play podcast. Pokemon, to summarize really quickly, is a series of role-playing games focusing on different characters traveling across a region, kind of like a country, as they try to accomplish whatever goal they have. The most popular version of the games, and the type that you're probably most familiar with, are where trainers train Pokemon as they eventually aim to become champion of the region. These are your Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, and so on. The most recent games, as of this recording, was Pokemon Sword and Shield, released in November of 2019. The Pokemon franchise has created a number of spin-off games that take the normal Pokemon formula and twist it in an interesting way. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon has you become a Pokemon, and tracks your adventure as a single Pokemon. The games show off a world of Pokemon and only Pokemon, who have built communities and thriving towns of their own. The TTRPG system that we use in the story is actually made by yours truly, and we've been improving the system throughout the adventure, which you might notice once you start listening to the episodes. Our adventure takes place in a completely different Mystery Dungeon world. So why don't we start with that? What you'll hear next is the first world-building information I provided my players. We begin at the beginning. Long ago, there was nothing and no one. Then, there was something and no one. An egg appeared in the space of nothingness. Then. There was the One, the creator of all Pokémon, friend of all, master of none, Arceus. Arceus, knowing what its job was, then developed the standards and laws that shape our world. Dialga is formed to govern time. Palkia is formed to govern space. Giratina is formed to govern the opposite of matter. Yuxi, Mesprit, and Azelf are created to provide knowledge, willpower, and emotion to all who desire it. But then, 
Antimatter aimed to take over regular matter, and Giratina was to blame. Its destructive nature forced Arceus to send it to the distortion world, the flip side of our world. A world where up is down, left is right, water burns and fire flows. Meanwhile, other powerful legendary Pokémon were being formed. Some, such as Kyogre, Groudon, and Rayquaza, were created by the elements of our world. Others, such as the Regis, were formed to shape the world. As time continued forward, the powers of these legends grew powerful. So powerful, in fact, that the world was beginning to break apart. Before disaster struck, Arceus decided to take the excess power of these, as we now know them, legendary Pokémon, and transfer them into different, powerful items. These items would be spread across the world, so that no single Pokémon could obtain them easily. If they were collected together, however, the Pokémon who collected them would have powers equal, if not greater than that, of the legendary Pokémon. We then see a Quagsire talking to her students. Some are clearly fast asleep. Arceus, after creating these items, went to a deep sleep, and the legendary Pokémon went to keep balance in the world. Then, of course, society was built, and we all end up here in the classroom. That's modern history, and seeing as we're at the end of the school year, I'm sure you've had enough of that. Quagsire smiles, then looks at the clock. Oh boy, that's the last time I listened to you scamps about telling stories. Well, I hope you all are happy that school is over. I also hope to see you guys at the guild tryouts tomorrow. I'll be helping out with the tests, and you could get selected by some of the largest guilds in the region. The students get excited, and then burst into conversation. Remember, you need to have a partner with you when you sign up, or they'll give you a random person. Make sure you choose someone you believe in and has your back. The bell then rings. And the students leave the classroom, ready to see what the summer brings them. As the door opens, we see a bustling town with action everywhere. This is Thunder Tree City. With a population of over 100 Pokemon, it's one of the largest cities in the Alkes region. We introduce our two characters, Ralph the Machop and Kyle the Trico, as school kids finishing their last days of class. The following day is the Guild Tryouts, where Pokemon across the city show off their skills to potentially be recruited by some of the major guilds in the region. Guilds are organizations designed to improve their communities, whether by working to keep crime low or helping fellow Pokemon with specific tasks. Our two classmates soon decide to go to Guild Tryouts the next day, despite some initial hesitation from the mild manner Kyle. Ralph, being a confident young child, feels much more confident about the entire event. Ralph's always very eager to do new things, and believes in himself and his mother's sayings, which are quotes that she has that always seem to relate to something Ralph's doing. It's just Ralph and his mother at their house, and they have a tight bond. Kyle lives with his older sister, a Grovile, and both his parents, who are Sceptile. Kyle's much more of a softer kid, enjoying sketches and art, as well as being as invisible as possible. When they reach the guild tryouts early the next morning, they notice this isn't going to be as easy as they thought, with evolved and higher level Pokémon than our level 5 heroes. They also meet their rivals, Kirk the Sizzlipede, rival of Kyle, and HD the Duskull, rival of Ralph. After an early encounter, our heroes sign up for the guild tryouts, and the story officially begins.
Our heroes begin the tryouts with a number of different events, including a quiz and exploration of the tiny forest, a mystery dungeon. Mystery dungeons, by the way, are special areas that constantly seem to change paths with wild Pokemon that need to be calmed down via battle. While exploring the tiny forest for a special item, our heroes fight off a Shuppet and a Skarmory with a lot of difficulty on the latter fight. They are successful in their mission, however, and enjoy lunch, but get some bad news. Their rivals are stuck in the forest. They've been kidnapped. Our heroes hear the professionals come in, but as they head to the forest, Mrs. Quagmire the Quagsire, as the Pokemon running the guild tryout, has an interesting proposition. If guild members wanted to go into the forest themselves, they could receive bonus points. We're talking about bonus points here, so our heroes head into the forest to search for Kirk and HD. They head deep into the forest to a clearing and meet Team Rockin' Rampage, a villainous team consisting of Ignis the Roly-Coly, Metamorph the Roggenrola, and Seti the Geodude. Our heroes fight and win against them and save Kirk and HD. After exiting the forest, it's time for the final challenge of the guild tryouts, the battle section. This is split into a team and individual battle section. First, the team battle. Team Treechop, our heroes, face off against the defensive masters, consisting of a Kakuna and Metapod. After some early troubles, the battle is successful for our heroes, and they heal up for the individual battles. The individual battles are randomly generated, and we see who our heroes are facing. Kyle will face HD, while Ralph will face a Butterfree. First up, Kyle versus HD. The battle is a long and even one, but HD gets the final blow, and he wins the battle through alternative tactics, such as using moves like Disable, preventing Kyle from using Absorb for a significant period of time. Kyle ends his final challenge with a loss, and loses all of the confidence that he built up over the course of the day. Later on, Ralph faces a Butterfree named Monarch, who's already a well-established rescue team member, and fights valiantly but loses as well. He's disappointed, but ultimately confident that he did enough to prove his worth. Both of our heroes take their first loss of the campaign, and deal with the results in different ways. While Ralph is able to keep his head high, Kyle is still somewhat sad about how his day ended. However, as Ralph heads home, he gets the odd feeling that someone is watching him, though he's not sure who. Kyle and Ralph both head home and go to bed after a long day. The next morning, both Ralph and Kyle receive a letter from Mrs. Quagmire with more information about each of the major guilds in the Alcus region. That's the region they live in, like the Kanto region. Later that day, as Kyle is sketching something outside, he feels as though he's being watched. As he tries not to show any emotion, he hears something drop behind him. A shiny badge, with his name on it, and the name Recruits of the Lost. A mysterious guild that no one knows anything about, beyond that bad things usually happen when that name shows up. Kyle meets up with Ralph to discuss the new knowledge, but doesn't get much of anything, and eventually heads to bed. That night, Kyle has a weird dream of himself walking down an endless hallway. The farther he goes, the greener everything becomes. When he reaches the end of the hallway, he turns to see an unknown Pokemon, who says, Join us. Then, he wakes up. The next morning, both Ralph and Kyle get an incredibly large packet in the mail. It's the result of the tryouts, and it looks as though they've been accepted by every guild. 
though Kyle still has his doubts about the entire event. As Ralph walks later that day, he finds a piece of paper falling from the sky, saying touch the badge, and heads straight to Kyle's house. It looks as though the recruits group has asked for both Ralph and Kyle, and this confuses our heroes even more. They plan to meet up the following day to have some time to think. That night, Ralph has a weird dream of himself walking down an endless hallway. The farther he goes, the more orange everything becomes. When he reaches the end of the hallway, he turns to see an unknown Pokemon, who says, Join us. Then, he wakes up. Later the next day, Ralph and Kyle meet up at the school to discuss the whole guild thing, but notice Mrs. Quagmire and another Pokemon in the distance. They sneak up behind them and overhear a conversation regarding saving the world and how they could be the key pieces. Ralph takes the initiative and demands to know how to join the recruits of the Lost, dragging Kyle into this whole chaotic situation. After some back and forth battle of wits, they officially join the recruits of the Lost, which ends Arc Zero. Thanks for listening to the summary episode. The music throughout this episode was created either by GlitchX City, Tabletop Audio, or myself. You can find links to GlitchX City and Tabletop Audio in the description of this episode. While you're down there, follow the podcast and myself on Twitter and join our Discord. We're building an amazing community that's constantly growing, and you can beat a bunch of awesome people, including the members of the show. Our biggest and most rewarding link, however, is our Patreon, which contains a plethora of benefits that you can take full advantage of. For as little as $1 a month, you have the power to grow Not A Scratch to higher and higher levels. There are a number of rewards for joining our Patreon at different tiers, including early access to episodes, special newsletters, the ability to have your own one-shot, and more. If you're financially able and willing, we'd be extremely thankful for any support. Thank you again for checking out this summary episode. I've been your PM, DM, GM, and Eru himself, and until next time, take care.